Brooke, you know we like to keep things light and fun on this show, just mm-hmm. like us. Yep. Um, but sometimes <laughs> when Hollywood loses a special talent, we got to put all the hot gossip on hold so we can pay tribute <laughs> in our own way. Yeah, and that is, of course, what we're doing today. So in case anyone hasn't heard, actor Leslie Jordan passed away yesterday at the age of 67. And even though he's gone way, way too soon, he mm-hmm. will not be forgotten anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who's truly kept people laughing for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he got a lot of people through the darkest days of the pandemic with his yes. comedy. We have to give him his props. Oh, definitely. I mean, he's a comedy icon. He's a celebrated figure in the LGBTQ plus community. And by all reports, just an amazing human being. So we are honoring him today, Rich and Daily style. Mm-hmm, which means we're going to go off on a lot of tangents. Of course. But happy ones. And remind you to listen to Even the Rich, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, you know it. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. It's Tuesday, October 25th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, A State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Give me that, give me that hot gas. Well, it was a dicey experimental surgery. But those Dominican doctors said if she wanted to look 70 again, she'd just have to try it. And yet she lived through it. You must have been devastated. Oh, I'll survive. But poor you. Your husband, Stanley Walker, dumps you for a younger hoochie mama who serves soft potatoes. He went from smashed to mashed. I mean, it's a pretty iconic voice. You recognize it. (laughs) Instantly. Instantly, yeah. 
Um, that was, of course, Leslie Jordan in his role on Will and Grace, which I mm. think is where most of us fell in love with him. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> he played Beverly Leslie, who was the socialite and frenemy of Megan Mullally's character, Karen Walker. <laughs> and he is a scene stealer in oh, yeah. the best way. Like, he's just... Ugh. He was a gem on the screen. And, like, the chemistry between those two yes. is so iconic. They are so good together. They, yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. And very sadly, Hollywood and fans all over the world are mourning because just yesterday it was announced that he died very tragically at Ugh. the age of 67. Yeah, so TMZ broke the news that Leslie died in a car crash in Hollywood. According to reports, he had some kind of medical emergency while he was driving and then crashed into a building. Mm -hmm. So there aren't any specific details around the medical emergency. We're not really sure what it was, but Leslie's agent did confirm his death in a statement that said, the world is definitely a much darker place today without the love and light of Leslie Jordan. And on Leslie's Instagram, a post was uploaded with a picture of his just beautiful smiling face with a mm -hmm. caption that read, the love and light that Leslie shared will never go out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But part of what makes his passing so sad is not only how young he was, but it cut short a very impressive career yeah. that kept him in demand. Um, he had a starring role on the Fox sitcom Call Me Cat. Mm-hmm. And they actually announced that they're going to be halting production so that the cast and crew, you know, can take whatever time they need to mourn Leslie and to honor his memory. I feel like it's always so sad. I mean, it's always sad, of course, when somebody like this passes away. But when they're on a current show. Yeah. And then the show has to, the yeah. storyline of the show also yeah. deals with their passing. And then it's like double sad. You have yeah. to like relive it again. I always think of Glee. Like Me ugh. too. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, dying. oh my God, I, that was, so his Call Me Cat co-star, uh, Mayim Bialik, posted a statement on Instagram that said, he was a Southern gentleman, tender, wise, naughty, and hilarious. We got to know and love him at the height of his happiness and joy, and it is inconceivable to imagine a world without our Leslie. Mm -hmm. So sweet. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, after news of his death broke. So many celebrities took to social media, yeah, paying their respects. We heard from his Will and Grace co-stars. Yes. So Sean Hayes, our co-worker, um, mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> who played Jack, of course, on Will and Grace, tweeted, Everyone who ever met him loved him. There will never be anyone like him. A unique talent with an enormous, caring heart. You will be missed, my dear friend. And then Deborah Messing, who, of course, played Grace, uh, posted a picture of them together on Instagram, and she said, How can this be? Oh, dear, dear Leslie, the whole world has dimmed. And then Eric McCormick, who played Will, he... Mm -hmm. Uh, tweeted that he was crushed to learn about the loss of Leslie and called him the funniest and flirtiest Southern gent he's ever known. Mm -hmm. And then on Instagram, Leslie's partner in crime on Will and Grace, Megan Mullally, who we said played Karen, posted a long and super sweet tribute to him yeah. where she said, my heart is breaking. And she called Leslie a virtuoso of comedy with unparalleled storytelling abilities, which she is not wrong. Like, no, no. some people just have it and he's yeah. definitely one of them. Yeah, Leslie and Megan, I just feel like their chemistry was so good on the show because yeah. it exists in real life. Yes. Like, they just seem just very compatible. And, I know. Ugh, my heart well, breaks for her just losing I him. Know. Like, that's, ugh, well, I hate we, this stuff. So, obviously, I watched Will and Grace when it was first out, but yeah. 
just, I think, two years ago, Ross had never seen Will and Grace, so we decided to to rewatch it. Yeah, I so, hadn't like, seen it either. I just, like, at all? No, <gasps> I only re- I only watched it, maybe it was during the pandemic. Oh, my Cause God. Because I, like, texted you about it because I was, like— I see something. I see many questions about it, but yeah, I was very late to the Will and Grace train. Yeah, but I just like fell in love with him all over again because he's oh, just yeah. so good. Like he was not yeah. on the show enough. I will say that. I like, agree. I thought he was. I was going to see more of him when I, I started seeing him. I was like, he's got to become a regular. Like, I know. Mom. Oh, so good. <sighs> yeah, I mean, he won an Emmy for that role. I know. so. I mean, well that tells deserved. you everything yeah. you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but his career did span almost four decades. Yeah. He was in movies, TV, and he was also on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Plus, he wrote books and plays, and he was a social activist. Like, he didn't sleep. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, if you look at his IMDb page, like, it's stacked. He's got over 134 acting credits, so. Yeah, yeah. that's 133 more than what I have. <laughs> so far. So far, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was in movies like The Help. He was on TV shows like American Horror Story, Boston Public, and then like 131 Housewives. Other. Yes. That's where I first saw him, actually. Oh, okay. A couple episodes of Desperate Housewives, and he was an absolute snack. <laughs> Aren't you watching I, that now? Um, Aren't you rewatching it? I'm not. I actually switched oh. over to Grey's Anatomy. I was oh, rewatching God. it, but it's towards the end, and I hate stuff that happens at the end, so I always <laughs> stop watching it. Okay, that's fair. Um, So his legacy does go beyond just his incredible work on screen. He was an active advocate as a Mm -hmm. member of the LGBTQ plus family, which funnily enough, I saw an interview that he did and he was like LGBTQ LMNOP, which I thought was so funny. I was like, I just love you so much. Yeah, Um, and he's so quick-witted. Like, I just feel like, yeah, how many, he's one of those people, we were just talking about this before we started recording, like, He's one of those people that's just automatically born funny. Yep. He doesn't have to think about it. It just rolls off his tongue. Exactly. Yeah. Leslie actually told Reuters that he used to march the streets in protest of anti-LGBTQ laws and policies. And in The Guardian, he shared that he would deliver meals to people struggling at the height of the HIV and AIDS crisis, which is like, Mm. are you just a walking angel, sir? Yeah. Like, God. And I mean, this was the time when people were crazy weird and super discriminatory about HIV. So the idea that he would go and go to them when people were staying away from them, it's just like, God. That's when people had the asinine idea that you could catch it from like... I know. Yeah. Touching hands. Yeah. Ugh. It's like... (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. I mean, he was just a powerhouse and it's... Mm -hmm. um, And I mean, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. He did have... His own share of road bumps, ups and downs, yeah, struggles in his journey, yeah, like all of us, of course, yeah. So he moved to LA in 1982, and he did get caught up with drugs and alcohol. He was arrested several times. He even had to spend 120 days in jail back in 1997, and he shared a cell briefly with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I like, absolutely love this trivia fact. <laughs> such it's a Hollywood wild. story. That would like, be such a fun cell to have to watch. Like I would actually become a jail guard. Yeah, no, they sold tickets. They did nightly shows. Yeah, I'm sure they did. It's so entertaining. (laughs) Um, But he was able to, you know, get on the straight and narrow. And at the time of his death yesterday, he'd been sober for the last 25 years. So not an easy Mm -hmm. task. No, absolutely not. And I mean, it's not an easy task anywhere. I feel like when you throw in Hollywood, Uh, right, 
Showbiz. It just adds a layer of it that makes yeah. it even harder. So yeah. huge props to him. Yeah. So, I mean, we've said this many times. He's been around for decades. Yeah. But he really kind of had a resurgence, it seems, during the early pandemic. Yeah. When he unexpectedly became a social media star, <laughs> which I'm always here for social media stars who are over the age of 50. <laughs> like, I'm not, yeah. whatever. Social media stars who are young and, okay, fine, congratulations. Yeah, but it's the older ones that, yeah, it's like, yes, yes. <laughs> um, while the world was in lockdown, he just started posting these hilarious videos to his, he called them hunker downers. <laughs> All of us <laughs> suffering yep. in our rooms, in our closets, in our living rooms. Yeah. Well, shit. What are y'all doing? This is awful. It's still March. How many days in March? What? My, my mother hauling up the steps asking me who I'm talking to. I'm talking to my friends. Mama, quit bothering me. How much more this can I take? This is just <laughs> this is just an example of like he's saying pretty normal things. Yeah. And it's just so funny. Like him talking to his mom. Yeah. Quit bothering me. I <laughs> I need to say that so much more in my life. Same. Quit bothering me. Like, oh. Uh, yeah. Um, so these videos, like, they brought him like millions of new fans on yeah. Instagram. And at the time of his death, he had 5.8 million followers which is like i can't fathom <laughs> and <laughs> after these videos blew up leslie actually got a deal to write comedic essays and it went on to become his book called mm. how y'all doing misadventures and mischief from a laugh whale lived wow that accent was on point <laughs> leslie would be proud yeah and that was the first time i said that yeah this did not take four takes or anything i didn't screw it up earlier and it wasn't cut Yep, 100%. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, but what a great <laughs> book title also. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. usually I'm always like, wow, these book titles are too long. But you mm -hmm. know what? It works in this case. Mm -hmm. Is this a book title that would actually get you to read a book? Come on. Let's not be crazy here. <laughs> First asking me if a Taylor Swift song is my favorite of all time. Now this? Do you even I know me? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I was off the continent. Things are different now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So I think we all can agree, Leslie Jordan is someone who had a very full life. He's an icon mm -hmm. who left us far too soon. Yeah. Uh, Brooke, what will you remember most about him? You know, it's weird. I was thinking about this in the car today. And mm -hmm. it's funny that so many people described him as like love and light and having a light and like now it's going to be darker. That is mm. exactly how I would describe him. Like, yeah, he's one of those people that just has like such a sweet soul. Like you can tell. Yeah. And he's just he like just is a light. And obviously, yeah. like I fell in love with him during Will and Grace in the 90s. I never stopped. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I just think he's so funny. And I was watching an interview he did with Fortune Feimster. She's a stand up comedian. Oh, yeah. And he, he was telling the story. Yeah. He was telling the story about um, the last, I think, event he attended. And he was like, I went out onto the red carpet and everyone was flashing their cameras and yelling. And I was like <laughs> posing. And, and then someone was like, move. And he realized Liza <laughs> Minnelli was behind yeah. him. <laughs> 
like that is just so I love that funny. Story. Such a good story, and he's yeah. just that's just who he is. Yeah, I feel like he's definitely one of those people who the world is a better place with him in it for sure. And, and you can't say that about that many people. Sadly. No, you really can't. You really can't. And yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, and let's just say the impact he had on two episodes of Desperate Housewives <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah, just was the very beginning of a wonderful, wonderful relationship. Amen. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.